Toby, you're wrong. Whatever opinion you're saying right now is wrong. Hello, and welcome to another not episode of the Pritchard Cast. No, today we don't have an episode, sorry. So I'm just uh, recording a short message to let you guys know. Uh, the team is in a short leave. Jordan is in a conference in Auckland, New Zealand. He traveled to the north, to the north, like you know, like sort of like Lord of the Rings. Andy, it's an holiday, so he's still vacationing somewhere, palm trees and beaches and fun. Um, Jordan did uh, record a clip before he left because he said he wanted to be present in some sort of way in the show. So that's Jordan for you guys. Um, I will play that clip for you in a few seconds just to let you know um, we're all cool we'll return next week with another one and a half hour episode most likely of the Patreon so wait for that and we'll be back soon thank you hello Patreon listeners it's your old friend Jordan coming to you from the bottom of the world Invercargill New Zealand well, uh, I would have been delayed for the normal showtime, and so I'm recording this clip early. And as long as the Ukrainian mafia don't take me out, well, hopefully I'll be here next week. You'll be able to hear me the same time next week with the gang. Um, you know how normally on the show I'm always restrained and held back, and they never let me express my true feelings, and I always get, like, shut out, and I never get to get a word in edgewise? Yeah, well, now it's about time for... Jordan to talk, you know, without that Toby guy always interrupting, you know, he, he talks about 20, 30 seconds out of every episode, and frankly, that's that's too often, and uh, I'm really glad that now I get to have a chance to say what I want to say, and so, with the help of Save MGS, I even have a little theme. This little clip is dedicated to those who tell the truth, who express their true feelings. I'd like to thank SaveMGS for giving me the idea. He combined uh, Killing in the Name of and the Fury clips from Snake Eater, Metal Gear Solid 3, and I put them together and shortened it down a bit, and we get that lovely little theme, the Fury. You know, Killing in the Name of, Rage Against the Machine, the Fury, telling the truth. That sounds about right to me. Well, hopefully in a future episode we'll all be able to talk about how in this current age of Web 2.0 and blogs and websites and new media conglomerates, how we know who to trust online, and what sites are reputable, and what sites, well, aren't. And luckily, you have your friends at the Patriot Cast who are always reputable, and they always have a guy, Jordan, at the bottom of the world, and his opinion speaks for the whole show. It's really good. Um, and so you can always trust your friend Jordan. But what do you do when I'm not here? Well, you have to rely on a clip that the other guys hopefully add in without editing out all the good stuff. Um, for this little clip, I thought I'd like to talk about a popular New Zealand show, the NZ Tech Podcast. And they're very, very popular in New Zealand and outside of New Zealand. They have New Zealand accents, as you'll notice. They kind of talk like your old mate Jordan. And one of the guys sounds just like Jermaine on Flight of the Concords, which is really weird, really interesting, I guess, uh, that all New Zealanders apparently sound the same. So for this show, I'd like to talk about just how... No matter what they're reviewing, NZ Tech Podcast, they're very popular, and it seems that everything they say, it's generally quite positive, and they never really like to piss anyone off. So, uh, even with a obviously inferior product, in this case, the Xperia Play, 
they always find a way to be somewhat positive about it, or, oh, well, you know, maybe they're going to fix all these bugs, these horrible glitches and errors, and the bits where it shoots out sparks, and it set fire to my dog, and, you know, all the terrible things. Oh, but it comes out next week, so maybe they'll have it fixed by then. Well, I don't think that's good enough. When I'm spending a $1,000 on a phone, it better work, and it... And <laughs> I mean, I don't expect it to cure cancer, that's, well, except the iPhone 5, maybe. But I don't expect it to do amazing, magical things. I think it should just be able to do simple things, like when you're playing a game and if someone rings you, it should be able to handle that. It shouldn't crash the game, and it shouldn't, well, I don't know, the call shouldn't drop instantly. It'll say, like, Andrew's trying to call you to get you on the Patriot cast. He's trying to escape the Ukrainian mob. Um, and then the call drops out, and, you know, Andrew's left to his fate and chopped up and dumped in the in the back of an old Saab somewhere in Kiev or something. Um it should be reliable. It should at least work as a phone and a gaming device. And yet, apart from Apple hardware, it seems the rest of them are just a bunch of, you know, it's not really not really up to Jordan standards. It always got sharp corners and sparks and, oh, you put the cable in and it snaps off inside. The battery lasts about 20 minutes without a charge. And sometimes when you go to charge it, the charger stops working and it's just it's just terrible and I thought I'd like to play a couple clips on NZ Tech Podcast. Welcome to the New Zealand Tech Podcast, presented by Paul Spain, Bradley Burrows and guests. Hello and welcome to the NZ Tech Podcast. We are at episode thirteen. We are a teenager at last. Finally made it. You know we're gonna have problems in this one because it's unlucky thirteen. Oh, okay. Oh well, I'm. I feel like I'm feeling lucky. Well, I'm feeling pretty happy. We're in our new studios. I know it's, it's all cool. Very it's, it's a great setup, actually. I'm very impressed with all the work you've done, Skip. It's rocking. So yeah, we have our own studio now for the podcast. If everything holds together, it's going to be great. Hopefully, not too much falls to pieces. Oh, oh. The, the studio will be fine. It's just the gear might break. So <laughs> who we, knows? So we're just we're running this entire studio tonight off my Windows phone. Because we have no wireless in here, so we've set that up as an access point. So if so you're listening yeah. to this, it worked well. Yeah. Yes, the hosts apparently all work for Microsoft, and they use Windows phone devices. Ugh. Ugh. If I was drowning in the middle of the ocean, and if I had to touch one of the damn things to somehow save me from cancer or something, you know, I wouldn't want to piss on the damn things. They're just awful hardware. Awful, slow, low resolution, dim screens, no apps... Do they even have Skype yet? They can't do any bloody thing. And they're just it's just a joke. I mean, if you spend $1,000 on a phone, get an Android, a high-end Android, or get an iPhone. I like Android. You know, it's, it's cool. High-end, it's nerdier. You can do more weird things. It's easy to pirate software and all that lovely stuff all the kiddiewinks are into these days. Um, I personally would go for the iPhone, but whatever. Don't get a Windows phone or BlackBerry or some kind of crazy Nokia running Windows phone. You know, just it's just a terrible idea. Here's a little bit more on the Xperia Play, the so-called PlayStation phone, as the NZ Tech podcast reviewed it. It's just going into the general marketplace. That's my understanding. The next level is they actually are developing specific games that are for the PlayStation compatible or PlayStation certified handsets and they'll be a little bit more and there's a few on there the likes of FIFA and stuff like that yeah. now the, the, the only difference between them that you can see in this stage is that they're probably slightly more modern titles and they are widescreen 
So does but, the FIFA game have like all the corruption and, and stuff like that? Oh, <laughs> no, that's just had to drop that. In. That's yeah, FIFA 2012, game. mate. That's FIFA 2012. You know, if you want to buy it, you can call it FIFA 13, whatever you want. That's though. right. Yeah, yeah. But, look, I mean, I played FIFA and I had a go of it. It just, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't put my finger on it. It was the controls just didn't feel right. It just didn't really work if it makes sense I, like, I think the thing is that we're, we're so used to if you go and compare it to a PSP or PSP Go the actual gaming platform you start realising hey, actually this thing um, isn't as slick as that it's not as fast it's not as responsive the screen is nice but the graphics probably a little bit better I mean, well that's a bloody outrage <laughs> the PlayStation and the, and the PS, PSP Go I want to call it the PS Go now those things are old as hell and they're crap I mean, a $1,000 phone, it should have better performance than a three or $400 or whatever the hell it is PSP device, you know. You're paying a hell of a lot more. It, it should be decent, and it's got better specs. Why would it be worse? Why would it be inferior to some crappy old PlayStation Portable from, like, a 1,000 years ago? I mean, you're probably not going to see um, God of War on the Android platform. Well, you might do. I mean, I could be wrong, but um, and that's that's what we expect out of our portable gaming platforms now. But is that wrong to expect that? No, it's not. I mean, the iPhone is definitely delivering games up towards yes. that level as well. It's HD. It's beautiful. So, I my only hope is that the the form factor is pretty good. Um, the controls weren't too shabby. I felt. Oh well, they weren't that bad. Oh, it could have been better, but you know, it's a good try. Good try. It wasn't as bad as everyone's saying. It means that crap, guys. Let's be honest. When someone says that, no, it wasn't that bad. That means it was friggin' terrible. Um, I mean, really, they're well, trying it's the to. Only, it's the only phone that has those types of controls. It is. I mean, it's you're trying to squeeze it into a little pocketable device. So, yep. you know, I thought that, that it was quite cool having full, you know, full marks for effort, shall we say? Yeah. Reason... <laughs> okay, so that basically means they obviously tried to do something original and fun and awesome. And it just didn't work. I mean, it's just, it's an abomination. It's a terrible device, and they should all be confiscated by some kind of United Nations or something just for crimes against humanity. They're just a terrible, terrible device. Do not buy an Xperia Play. Buy a PSP, though, if that's the case. If, if you want to play games on a portable device, wouldn't you just buy a PSP and get a bigger screen and a more solid building build device? Probably, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I know that it's nice having the phone capabilities there, but I got uh, my wife to try and call me while I was playing a game, and it, it's supposed to integrate and it sort of pop up and pause and do a few things. It just failed. Oh, really? Yeah, I couldn't. Get, it just would not work. And I, I tried a couple of reboots to double check before I, you know, went out and give it a go. So mm. that so was that, that was a pre-production sample. And I know that yep, that, fair they, that they warned me because I I did a, a review online uh, with socialmedianz.com, um, and. Th- and yeah, one of the things they came back with because I, you know, I highlighted some of the crashes. They said, "Hey, it is pre-production, and there will be a finalised version okay. of, right, it, of it out. There'll be, you know, there'll be some updates possibly on the hardware side as well as the software side." And I don't so. want to go on begging it because if it is pre-production, then that's not fair to them. Yeah, but so you just got to bear that in mind. Yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to. It's look as a phone, it's fine. It's it works. It's Android. It's the same look and feel. But as a gaming platform, yeah, maybe I'll we'll have a look at when it comes RTM. Mm. Oh, oh, seriously. Okay. So that's about I've been talking about all this time. I mean, I'm just hot and bothered listening to the damn thing. Um, 
this idea that they got the phone before it came out and, oh, maybe it's just not ready. They're going to put it back in the oven and bake it for another five minutes at 200 degrees. Get serious. <laughs> Why would they give out such obviously buggy devices? I mean, would Apple would Apple give out a crappy device like this and ask people to review it and then say, when they see the bad reviews, oh, it wasn't quite ready yet. Oh, that's not production quality yet. That iPhone 4 that got leaked and found at the beer, you know, at the pub, basically... Um, that probably wouldn't have been as buggy as all these devices seem to be when they're released by Sony and, and lots of the other Android makers. It's not a problem of Android, it's just the manufacturers, the hardware manufacturers. And it's it's not good enough. And so they, you can see them there if you re-listen to the clip. They, they back off. They say, oh, it comes out in like a week's time at the time of this, uh, of this podcast, this NZ Tech Podcast show, episode 13. They're up to uh, 20-something now. Um, it was two months ago. So this thing's been sold in New Zealand for about two months, say, and I bet you it still has all the same glitches, and they keep promising, oh, yeah, an update will come out sometime. Yeah, 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 we're working on that. Thank you. We appreciate our customers giving us $1,000. And the people that buy these things, they put up with this. They defend the company. Oh, you're just an Apple fanboy. Oh, it doesn't crash that often. Oh, it only needs me to restart the damn thing ten times a day. Oh, yeah, I know, but, you know, you just, you like Apple, and, oh, why don't you marry Steve Jobs if you love him so much? Why did I sound like an Australian at the end? Maybe I just don't like Australians. <laughs> um, it's just, it's not good enough. It's crazy. And why would we put up with some kind of product like this? And so many of the HP, the the touchpad thing, the Palm Pre, the uh, RIM playbook, I was going to say the BlackBerry playbook, um... Nokia devices, Sony devices especially, they all seem to have these big glitches. Lots of high-end Android phones when they come out. All the first dual-core phones, they still had weird lag. They still do. Um, they talk about Engadget and the review for the Optimus 2, 2X or 2 times, whatever you call it, the first dual-core Android phone. They talked about things like the calendar app and the clock app. They'd randomly crash, just simple apps like that, let alone high-end games. Just everything, all these sort of rough edges on basic things like having the calendar app. The things that come with the phone don't work, let alone the things that the third-party guys are meant to be making. And frankly, regardless of that Javier and that Andrew and that Toby guy, all, you know, the man, as we'll collectively call them, trying to hold me back with my fists of righteous fury, um, someone needs to tell the truth for the working man. So that the you know the average guy on the street he doesn't end up spending a thousand bucks on one of these awful plastic abominations. And so once again, thank you to Save MGS for helping me make this theme, which is all about telling the truth. Go out there and be the best person you can be, with a smile on your face. Release the fury on all those who release inferior devices. Thanks for listening. Are you coming home?